welcome to another episode of Opposites React. It is episode 24 on July 8th, 2020. I am Sarah and I am here with Tyler. How's it going? I'm pretty good. How are you? I am good. Yeah, we'll say good. I guess we'll talk about it, but uh, we did something together this week to talk about. I didn't know if you want to talk about your normal stuff this week. You actually beat a game this week. I was so excited for you. So you can go first. So I beat The Last of Us Remastered. Yay, round of applause. He did something. Including the DLC. Yes, for the first time. Yep. Yeah, because I, I have beaten The Last of Us before. I think I only beat it on PS3, though. Yeah. I never beat Remastered before. Uh, I, I can't remember if I mentioned it last week or not. So I played, I beat Last of Us Remastered on the hard difficulty this time. I usually play it on normal. You said um, last week you're going to play it on easy. <laughs> no, I, I played it. I couldn't remember. When I was looking at my trophy list, I guess I must have played it on easy before, uh, like back in like 2015 or something. And I got all the, pretty much all the collectible trophies. So I must have been using a guide. Uh, and this time, this time, yeah, I want to try it on hard. And you know what? I really like the hard difficulty because it's not, I mean... Naughty Dog is even with the Uncharted games, they're notorious for having those stupid hard difficulties. Like they call, it, like I think on Uncharted they call it like crushing, and that on on Last of Us I think they call it grounded, is where it's like you know basically one hit and you're dead, right. and like resources really hard to find and stuff. So from hard, like I really liked it because like the bullets were like scarce enough, you had to be smart with your combat encounters, but at the same time, like it really brought out an act of desperation when you were in a fight with like six guys and you realize, oh, I'm out of, I got like two bullets left in my handgun, I got like a uh, a bat that's going to break soon. I got one heal on me. Like, how am I going to do this, right? So it made the combat really interesting rather than just playing, like, a cover shooter, which is probably how I would play it on, like, easy or something. Right. Like, I've heard a lot of people say for Last of Us 2, which I'll get into later, uh, for Last of Us 2, a lot of people are saying uh, you should probably play it on hard as well to get the most okay. out of the combat. But you played it easy the first time you played it, and then you played it hard. Would you not want to do the same strategy again? I think when I play Last of Us 2, I'm probably going to do normal first. Okay. Because I know like to get any of the trophies in that game, it always requires a second playthrough. It does. So I'll probably play it on normal, just so I don't get stressed out about the story, having to replay yeah. encounters over and over. I'll do it on normal, and then when I replay like New Game Plus or whatever, then I'll probably do it on hard. Um, but yeah, so uh, and <laughs> so you were listening to me play the DLC the other day, oh, the Left man. Behind DLC, which I think is only probably not talking about two, maybe two and a half hours at the, t- the tops. And I was with you doing like everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like start to finish in one sitting. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was really good. I like this a lot. I liked, I liked it a lot. I like getting the. Uh, I guess spoil. I'll mention spoilers here because for anybody who hasn't played Last of Us before, uh, but there's a part uh, maybe two thirds of the way through the Last of Us where Joel gets injured, and Ellie has kind of like take care of him. Like she has to. Like he's got a bad wound in his side. Like he got stabbed with something and or impaled on something, and uh, so she's trying to like. In the last of in the Last of Us, when this happens, like it, it doesn't really show how they got from point A to point B. Like at one point, her and Joel are riding on a horse. Joel collapses, falls off the horse because of like blood blood loss and stuff. And the next thing you know, it goes from like fall to winter, and she's on her own scavenging for food and stuff in the in the wilderness, trying to hunt with like a bow and arrow. And she's taking care of Joel, like giving him medicine and stuff. So what the DLC, what I think is kind of cool is the DLC kind of fills in a little bit of that unknown. Like it shows, uh, it picks up where that part of the game leaves off, where like Joel collapses, and it shows her like dragging like dragging him behind a horse and like a mattress or something she drags him somewhere to like i think to like a mall or something an abandoned mall and uh she stashes him somewhere so she can go look for supplies and that's what you're partly doing in the dlc is you're playing as like current ellie looking for supplies to heal joel and meanwhile trying to avoid like clickers and enemies and stuff oh, like that, that but then so also cool. but there's also like a flashback aspect of the dlc where ellie is they don't really specify how many years or like, like how long before the, the whole game with Joel takes place but um, Ellie's probably like a year or so younger I guess uh, 
but it's about her and her friend Riley, who uh, I think her friend Riley is like goes to join the Fireflies, and she comes back to like hang out with Ellie and like sneak out for one last night of fun before she takes off with the Fireflies. They go to, they go to this like mall, this abandoned mall, and uh, yeah, it's just about them. Like so, I don't know. I thought the relationship aspect was really cool. They do sort of hint at a uh, uh, relationship between the two of them, like more than just a like friendship. Romance. Yeah, romance. Because at one point they do share a kiss in the in the DLC when they're like they're they're dancing together in this mall like dancing music before she has to and then like Ellie's like I don't want you to go and then she's like okay I won't go so she take, takes off her fire Riley takes off the firefly necklace and like throws it away and then they have a little kiss like I don't know it even though it's a very short DLC and it's obviously your first exposure to Riley because she's not in the main Last of Us game and she's mentioned but that's it yeah um but yeah I, I thought it was really good but I know you thought some of the dialogue was corny it was very corny. <laughs> Like, but isn't that how teenage girls are, kind of? Like, I think it was over. For me, it. I always, I always am rude to these games, <laughs> and I feel bad. Yeah. But to me, it felt like, hey, please feel this. Please feel this relationship building. Mm. Like it was forcing me to like these two girls and believe that they are teenagers, and it was kind of being force fed to me, um, and I felt it was very unnatural. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah. So, anyways. Uh, so Last of Us Remastered, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I've beaten Last of Us a couple times before, either on PS3 or playing Remastered on PS4 some years ago. But uh, I am really looking forward to Last of Us 2 now, and I did purchase it today digitally. Thanks to, uh, we used up the rest of our Best Buy gift cards. <laughs> to bye bye gift cards. Bye-bye. PSN money. So, <laughs> I, so what are you spending your PSN money on? Uh, probably Theme Hospital, so I can get addicted to that. And there's a really bad RPG that came out this year that I'm really excited to play for JRPG July. Why is it a bad RPG? Because it's supposed to be absolutely horrible. <laughs> I don't understand, like intentionally bad or no, well, what do you it's, mean? It's like it's an older game that just recently came out in English, and it was kind of like um, one of I don't even know Compile Heart or Digital or Idea Factory, one of their first uh, games, kind of. And it, yeah, so it's it's older, but it just got released this year in English. It's supposed to be like horrible, so I'm excited. Okay, well, you play your horrible <laughs> game, and I'll play my good game, and then we'll see. We'll compare notes. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, we did. Uh, so we, we watched a movie the other day. We did. You fell asleep. Part, part way through. You told me yes. you didn't, but I know you did. Uh, I was trying not to zone <laughs> out. I did. Yeah, so we should. So it's. Uh, we did mention, I think, on the last podcast, or even a couple weeks ago, how like Netflix is putting all the studio Ghibli. Ghibli? How do you pronounce it? I don't it's know. like GIF and GIF. Like yeah, I know. Winning. Studio Ghibli films, not all of the films, but most of the library is on Netflix now. So we start, we figured we'd start kind of chronologically in terms of what was available. So we're going with 1984's Nausicaa, uh, Valley of the Wind, I believe mm-hmm. it's called. I shouldn't say believe. I have it in front of you right here. Let me just confirm this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Nausicaa of the Valley of the oh, Wind is what it's called. Of. Yes. Classified as a 1984 Japanese animated epic science fantasy adventure film. Mm-hmm. So it was adapted and directed by Hayao, Hayao Miyazaki. Miyazaki, yes. Yeah. And uh, like it was definitely, uh, well, even nowadays, it's pretty critically acclaimed. But at the time, it was like it's it's it just says here this is directly from the Wikipedia entry. It says uh, so it, it was made before Studio Ghibli was founded, but it yeah. is often considered a Ghibli work, and it was released as part of the Studio Ghibli collection DVD and Blu-ray. Um, it is frequently ranked as one of the greatest animated films ever made. Really? According, according to this, yeah. Uh, at least in terms of like so I was reading about the backstory about it today mm-hmm. where like it, it was adapted off a of manga mm-hmm. so that he wrote also yes but it's only based off the first 16 chapters and I believe there's 59 chapters so the story continues right 
So interestingly enough, too, like obviously the version we watched on Netflix, we were watching it with like English dub. Yes, we were. Uh, now that version actually wasn't available until Disney put it out in two thousand five. There's, uh, I looked at the rest of the voice cast today. There's yeah. people I'd, like I recognize voices, but I had no idea they were in it. Yeah. So the main, so you have, uh, well, you probably don't know who the main no, actress is, Nausicaa. She doesn't do a lot of stuff anymore. Uh, but there, yeah, there is some bigger names. You're right, like Lord Yupa. Yupa, I think it's yeah. Lord Yupa is Patrick Stewart. Yeah. I recognize that name, right? I mean, I recognize the voice yeah, right away. I recognize, you recognize the, the voice. voice. Yeah, but Patrick I Stewart. Put, yeah. And, you, uh, well, you recognize Shia LaBeouf right away. Yes, I yeah. did. But the other one was um, uh, Uma Thurman. Uma, yeah, as the princess. Yes, yeah. the princess. Not the main, the not heck? the main princess. No. The princess, uh, what's Evil. her name? Uh, Kushana, <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. Of the other kingdom. So, I think, uh, yeah. I mean, for a movie that came out before we were born, like over thirty yes. years ago, I still thought the animation was great. I thought. Yes. Oh, my, I, even better than the animation was the music. Music was pretty cool. Oh pretty my funky gosh! In some it parts. was like yeah. Final Fantasy V boss battle yeah. music. It was so good. Like you're just jamming all the time. Well, when you were re- when you were reading anything about the movie, did you happen to read any references about how? Uh, like the Final Fantasy creator took inspiration from this or no? No, I didn't get that I far. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, under the now you have to tell me. Themes here. I remember reading it earlier. Here we go. Here we go. So Final Fantasy creator Hironobu Sakaguchi mm-hmm. uh, has cited the manga and the film as an influence on his video game series. The horse claws in the film, which were the creatures at the beginning that your Lord Lupo was riding on, like the bird-looking oh, things. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're like chocobos. Right. He used them as inspiration for chocobos. No. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, it says numerous games have used the ohm like yeah. creatures, uh, soon to be a reference to the film, including Meta- Metal Slug Three and Viewpoint. Really? Yeah. Uh, it was the highest ranking film in a 2006 poll of the greatest animations conducted at the Japan Media Arts Festival. So we haven't even talked about the story. No, I mean the story. Okay, so it's like a post-apocalyptic. Yeah, what, there's there's like a jungle that's toxic, like it's polluted. Well, it's polluting and... the whole world, though. Is the point? Yeah, but there, there isn't there like a spot under the jungle that isn't polluted. Yes, that's where I kind of fell asleep. Unfortunately, I remember it briefly, but then I'm like, I think I zogged out for ten minutes. And yeah, like the water, the pure water makes all the spores clean. Right. That's what they need. But everything above the like all the soil is polluted is the problem. So everything under the deep underground is not. Mm. So there probably is no way of fixing it, unless you wait thousands of years. <laughs> But they keep pissing off the jungle, trying to burn it down, <laughs> and which makes everything that lives in the jungle angry, and which makes the world end faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I thought the action scenes were really good, especially like the explosions looked really cool. Yeah, that one part near the end uh, where they oh, what's the thing called the the thing that the the oh my gosh, I can't remember the name of the the. The, the, the militarized state. What was it called? Talmika or there, something? Yeah, something like that. There was two of them. Talmikian. Talmikian. They were trying to uh, use those giant warriors. That yeah, big creature. Just, yeah, the human. And when, that thing, when they brought that thing to life, it just started like Melting. blasting all the creatures. <laughs> that was crazy. But then, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was cool. It was, uh, what was it? Probably about two hours, I think. One hour, 57 minutes. Okay, so it's under two hours. Um, it's funny. It's interesting. Like, you probably noticed the same thing as I did. That uh, So obviously, like I said, it was English dubbed. Uh, but like the uh, the credits uh, the beginning and end of the film weren't uh, nope, like weren't en- English. They weren't localized. They were all still Japanese. Mm-hmm. Uh, although it was kind of weird at the very end, it, it, they did put the end in English. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a lot of Japanese things do. Yeah, but uh, no, I really liked it a lot. Um, 
like i thought the pacing was good i never yep. felt it slowed down the story was quite interesting like and things were i get really lost in details and trying to remember names and stuff where i found these things easy to remember through the movie they repeated them enough <laughs> i thought it was a good too that like again i'm not like super familiar with a lot of japanese anime and manga i've watched some but not probably nearly as much as you uh but i like the fact that they like with an oscar character um even though they easily could have they didn't like sexualize her in any way no they didn't i they, loved how they, they she was a princess yeah and they actually honored her like they never went mm-hmm. behind her back they never said like no i'm not gonna do this they were like okay let's follow her it, was, and it, it, it was, also probably could have been easy too to sort of like shoehorn in a romance subplot with oh, the with Asbel, Asbel, but they yeah. didn't really yeah. go that route either so it's stuck they to the story each other and that was it yep it was good looking forward to the next one i'm not even sure what the next one on the list is but uh we'll watch the next one uh friday yeah, Friday. That's right. Yeah, because we did say we we're going to take a Danganronpa break this week. Because we beat that too. So, what are your thoughts on Danganronpa 2? I enjoyed the twist quite a bunch. Um, <laughs> okay. I didn't realize if you want to play Danganronpa 2, don't look at the soundtrack titles because it gives away Those are everything. Because yeah. <laughs> um, I've been listening to the soundtrack a whole bunch. But I found the twist in one better. But I enjoyed the dialogue in two better. I felt it wrapped up and kind of was more concise in two, where it was long-winded in one to try and explain everything. I I found it much more complete in two. So I'm excited. But I I don't like the ending in two nearly as much. So I'm excited for three. I've heard three is, like, so divisive. So I'm excited. And then we'll be done a trilogy. It'll be amazing. I mean, we did two Steins Gates. If there was a third, I'm sure we would There was, done okay, it. there yeah. was one Steins Gate with like a shoot inside. Thingy. Yeah. It only came with a PS4 version. <laughs> so that shows you it's not very long reaching. We didn't buy my, or so long, my darling love or whatever the heck. We didn't buy the other offshoots either. We haven't played Zero yet. So we have to play Zero right. still. You have to tell me your thoughts on Danganronpa 2. Uh, I think I mentioned to you that I liked the characters better in one yes yeah. in one um but i did like most of the trials better in two mm-hmm. or maybe the flow or just Even though the, there was like eight bullets instead of, or whatever oh, the last one was such five. a pain in the butt oh yeah. my gosh there's some, some times where you're just like yeah, i was just flip a coin and guess here because <laughs> i don't know what they want us to get across mm-hmm. uh but yeah no, it was it was it was good uh i like i said i liked i, I think in the first one i found monokuma really annoying especially towards the last half of the game and this one not so much it's not so much about Monokuma in the last part of this game, last yeah. act. It's all about the twist, which I won't spoil, but it's cool. It's cool to see some nods to the first game. Um, and well, Monokuma is a nod to the first game. Well, I'm talking about trying, trying to not spoil the characters that get referenced from the first be game. quiet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I said reference. I didn't say anything. Uh, like I said, uh, look forward to, yeah, we'll finish three and then we'll get that trilogy done. I'm, I don't know what to choose next. Do we do like a normal visual novel or do we do more detective novels like uh, Phoenix Wright or something like mm, that? That'd be interesting. Or do yeah. we go to Shibuya 428, which is like a fun yeah. uh, FMV looking thing, but it's okay. also really funny. Huh. So it's either or. Or Dating Sim, one of the three. Oh, gosh. Hey. <laughs> Your choice. I'll let you pick since I picked Danganronpa hmm. and got you stuck in a trilogy. So I've been... Uh, been also playing some more Assassin's Creed 2. Just kind of plugging away at that. So I can... Remember, I have my goal is to get that done by the end of the month. Uh, <laughs> still making progress on MLB and Apex, obviously. You didn't pick an FPS yet. I haven't picked an FPS yet to play. You can beat Apex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm almost done that story about... Oh, is there an end date? 
uh, I think there's one more left to do. So want to take it like half an hour each? Not even. I'm not even. I think they're like five minutes. Oh geez. Well, five minutes to play the thing, and like maybe another two or three minutes to read the lore. But oh, it's reading. Oh, I guess I can yeah. do voice acting right now. Right. So, yeah. What else? What else? You enjoy diving in Animal Crossing. Oh yeah, the Animal Crossing update was kind of fun. Yeah, the uh, going out in the sea with your wetsuit your uh, yeah. snorkel and your wetsuit and stuff you don't and have to have the snorkel I don't think you don't need a snorkel? I don't no? think so no. I think it's just an accessory okay uh, yeah it's a nice little twist on the game like I said uh, you know a little more exp- little more things that co- like, probably more like uh, we call it recipes to collect and uh, yeah the mermaid yeah. furniture I like it because I like fishing but sometimes I don't want to put headphones on to fish so it's kind of like right. fishing without music <laughs> yeah the first time I was swimming out in the ocean I was like so what do I do here like do I just like because I knew there was like a dive mechanic mm-hmm. and then eventually I realized that like, where there's like bubbles there's like mm-hmm. little bubbles pockets of bubbles that's where you'll dive down and collect octopus and squids and stuff like that I did meet there's the... no squids you collect squid fishing octopus, octopus and pearls well, there's other creatures sea too sea snails they... oh eel. sea anemones eels. I haven't got any no you get eels from fishing really yes I have lots fishing? of eel fishing oh. They have a different shape when they are um, in the water. You'll see them. You can 100% notice them. Okay. You're just far behind. <laughs> well, yes, I do not play it nearly as much as you. I know your, your town. Wikipedia your... is sad. Yes, Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm a casual, like, casual Animal Crossing player, unlike you. Well, <laughs> okay, fine. I was going to rebut that, but I'm not going to. <laughs> um, so what's next in terms of... Well, we already kind of discussed what we're going to be playing next, I guess, or what I mean. I'm, I'm basically going to... Once I start playing Last of Us 2... Which that that I have to stay on. I have to play Last of Us two like probably at least a few hours a day. Is it the same but, length as number one? No, it is definitely longer. Oh, is it? I? I've heard that if you well, it's depending like because I'm not gonna try and collect everything on my first playthrough. No. Like if you if you if you're following a guy to collect everything, I'm sure the first playthrough could probably take you like thirty hours. Ah! I think uh, just playing the story normally, as long as you're like not dying Main a bunch or anything, me. probably around twenty twenty two hours. I've heard. Okay. I think the Last of Us remaster for, for me. You. Is, um. Yeah, because that's sort of like, I'm used to the kind of, I mean, obviously, like, anytime you're playing a FPS game, it's probably like six to eight hours playing, I mean, well, Uncharted 4 took a little longer because that one was long, had a lot of chapters, that was probably more like 12 or 13 hours. I don't know, I'm in that sweet spot, I like games that are usually between eight to 15 hours, I mean, like, I don't play like, you know, 80 hour RPGs like you. Uh, but yeah, that's something like Last of Us, though. I'm sure the reason why it's like, you know, 20 ish hours is because I heard there's just so much story in this one. Yeah. There's so many cutscenes. Like, I'm sure the cutscene to gameplay ratio is probably like almost 50 50. So we'll see. But I am looking forward to it. Like I said, I've heard, I, I, I mean, obviously, you know, that's probably the most polarizing game of the year so far if you look at anything on social media or on forums. But I, I've heard a lot of positive feedback about it. Even people that have beat it who weren't hyped going into it you know we came out of it saying you know you have to just like a lot of people are saying it's like oh it's our game of the generation and that could be a little bit of hyperbole i mean i feel like anytime someone plays an amazing game they always qualify it as the best game they've ever played you know in the last decade but oh, thought, well didn't half people think that the decade started this year anyways yeah so, <laughs> it's a small sample size so far yeah i thought everybody's game of the decade was Final fantasy 7 so far yeah see people were saying that a few months ago um <laughs> And then Cyberpunk will be in November, and then everybody will just have to fight in January about Game of the Year. Yeah, even Cyberpunk, the last trailer was very divisive for a lot of people. They weren't crazy about the... All it, the cyber, it, not it the looked, punk? It, yeah, it didn't, look, it didn't look very punky. Like it, People were expecting more of a Blade Runner feel. And this yes. felt like more like a Cyberpunky GTA. I don't know which... if I dislike that, though. Like I, really, I, I do I want the, cyber, like the, the Blade Runner feel, 
don't know. I, I don't okay. see Project Break can pull it off. Honestly, That's, <gasps> I don't know. I have my doubts. Like as good as they are with the Witcher stuff, I mean, this is their first time going to a you know futuristic. Yeah, but they still have like uh, adaption. Like they still like, have stuff to work. Yeah, like I'm sure. Um, I'm sure the. Like the NPCs, the story elements, that's what CD Projekt Red is good at. The gameplay aspects, I mean, Witcher 3 was always kind of clunky. Or Witcher in general, I'm sorry. Try Witcher series. Switch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know Witcher 3 was always better than Witcher 2, like gameplay-wise. But even 3 probably still felt a little clunky sometimes. So I just don't know how it's going to translate over to an FPS I shooter. Think, I think right? when people like, play Witcher 3, though, they see past that. Yeah. Yeah, when you get into it. They it, look at Geralt games, and they say this guy's so awesome. Well, it's the thing, right? Geralt's an awesome character. Are you going to have an awesome protagonist in this game? I, mean, I, I think they have to. They just haven't I, shown I, it yet. No, everybody just wants to play as Keanu. That's what they want. <laughs> <laughs> no, they want Keanu as their BFF. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's in it that much. It's going to be very sad. I just, I just like how at the end of the trailer, like the trailer was just full of F-bombs, which... Well, I expect that. I know, I expect it too, but just the, the the tone of the trailer was kind of funny, but I just love the fact that it ended with Keanu dropping an F-bomb. That's just, that was the best way to end the trailer. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, was, I was falling off, you can't, you brought me back around again, now I'm intrigued. Well, and the game's going to look beautiful, that's for sure. Yeah, and you get, like, if you get the, I've, I have heard the PS4 version, but I hope I get a free upgrade. Right. And, like, when I get the PS5 in three years. <laughs> we'll get the PS5 next year. No, there's no use. We have to. It's a P- It's new. It's a PS5. There's nothing to play on it. It will be 21. It'll be on PS4. It'll be on Switch. <laughs> yeah, right. It is next year on no, Switch. No, no, I know. I'm just saying. The odds, I'm never going to play a, any sports game on a you Switch. You can play it while laying in bed. You never have to leave bed ever again. You can play it at work. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you can do that with remote play now, too, when you don't. But That's true. Yeah. You can play it on a bigger screen. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, see? You know, you know what would be funny? If I brought the Switch to work to play it, um, it wouldn't be me actually playing. It would just be me on the market looking at all the cards. <laughs> That's all I'd be doing. You can do that on your computer, though. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, uh, yeah, you can, like, buy cards and stuff through the, uh, the Show Nation site. But I'm just saying, like, look, actually looking through my inventory oh, on the Switch. Like, you're making your lists. And yeah, looking, lists oh, and everything. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is a deep yeah. rabbit hole. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, so... I'm also intrigued about um, not not talking about video games anymore necessarily. I try movies actually. That uh, it sounds like maybe by next month they might start opening some theaters around here in in our part of Canada again. And I'm intrigued because uh, I want to know what I mean. You need tenant in your life. Yeah, I need to see the new <laughs> Nolan. It sounds like they're probably going to go with a mask policy in the theaters. Well, they're trying to make it mandatory all the time, anyways. Right. So that's what I mean. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm expecting that now when mm-hmm. the theaters do it, and I'm fine with that. Um, like I said, I already have to kind of wear a mask at work now, and it sounds like I'm going to start wearing them soon, going to stores, which is fine. You know, like just going to be part of the part of the new life for God knows how long. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I am intrigued. I'm just intrigued to see how many people actually do go back to the theater. I feel like. Every time I read articles online, everybody kind of undersells it. It's like, oh, theaters are going to be in trouble. No one's going to go. I'm like, I'm pretty sure people are like just desperate. To, there's lots of movie lovers like me that are, will go to the theater, like especially for big releases. Like I know that everything's kind of getting pushed back now to 2021 or even 2022 in terms of stuff that was supposed to come out this fall or winter. Um, well, didn't Tom Hanks get really angry yesterday about his movie being put on Am- uh, Apple? Did he, did he get angry? I didn't see an article about that. He said it was a shame. Not angry, for se. But well, I'm, I'm sure he does, because I think that was a passion project for him. Like, he wrote... I'm pretty sure he wrote the screenplay or co-wrote mm-hmm. it. Uh, and, yeah, it was supposed to be a theater release, and they, like you said, Apple Plus kind of bought it up, and now it's it's on there. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting how that, that goes. Like, what the... Uh, everybody now is talking about uh, that 
like Disney Plus got that uh, Hamilton musical. Yes, everybody's I saw talking that. about that, uh, and everybody's saying like they wonder if Disney would have the, the guts to put like would they drop like a movie like Black Widow on Disney Plus, a big Marvel movie like no, that? No, I can't you know? see it. Because it's not gonna come out this year, probably. Well, it's okay. What you have to do is you, ha- you release like, it yeah. at the end of November when everybody's subscription is up. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Then you have to get all the money again for this another year subscription. Yep. So that's when you release it. There you go. Betting you now. <laughs> what did you tell me the other day that some is Bob's Burgers coming to Amazon soon? I or? saw the Bob's Burgers all seasons are going to be on Prime. Good. Oh, in Canada at least. I don't know mm. anywhere else, but were they not, they were on Netflix and pulled right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, they were on Netflix. I think as early as this year, earlier this year, I'm pretty yeah. sure, or even last year, I don't remember, but. Yeah, yeah did you see that? Did you know that there's like a Persona Five animated series? Oh yeah, there's a I, there's an anime for four also. I think the Persona Five one's on Hulu. Oh, is it? it? Yeah. So well, that's not here. But well. I, I think I saw that they are releasing it on like a collection of it on Blu-ray. They're gonna be super expensive. But it's like three hundred bucks. Yeah. It's like oh my goodness. Jap- any Japanese yeah. Blu-ray, super duper expensive. Yeah. Like it, normal Blu-rays are like sixty dollars. So here it's just exponentially stupid. You'd watch it. No, I didn't watch number four. Yeah, I either. said you would watch it. No. You wouldn't watch it? No. Why? I haven't beat the game. And I wouldn't watch the four one because I have like the characters and their voice actors in my head and I don't need to see a short version. I know the long version. So no, it's okay. But I'm glad it exists for the people that don't want to play 120 hours. How is Persona 5 going, by the way? Well, I haven't picked it up. Oh, okay. Just just clarifying. I'm still just playing Animal <laughs> Crossing. It's just my life. I've failed for JRPG July. I feel severely terrible. It's only eight days in a July. You can I still know, do but it. I feel like every day, every night, I'm busy. Every night, I have something to do. Yeah. So I have utterly failed, <laughs> and I feel very bad because I participate every year. Last year was like super good. Like I beat two games. Why don't we? Can we make it anime August? <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> we can definitely make it anime August. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so, and I think, to be honest, I don't really have anything else to talk about. We kind of already went over our topics for the day. Uh, we will be back next week to talk about another another Ghibli film. Maybe uh, have I'll, I'll, I'll be, not maybe definitely I'll have a Last of Us two update for you by then, without any and spoilers. Assassin's Creed. Oh, it's not much. It's not much I mean, the, the game's like over a decade old. Assassin's Creed two. They came out in '09. It's still good. I know it's still good, but what am I going to talk about that? Who hasn't already played I'm Assassin's still Creed two? That's you. was cool. Ezio is cool. Yeah. Why do you think he got three games? Exactly. Cassandra didn't. Cassandra's boss. Well, I don't see Ubisoft ever doing a one-character trilogy again. No, I don't either. Right. I'm excited for Valhalla. There's been though. so many leaks for Valhalla. Have you seen I that know. online? I, I saw and it I was a 30-minute uh, like, gameplay leak, and I'm yeah. not even going to watch it because I'm and so there's excited. There's a boss leak or something. But no, I, don't tell me all these things. Yeah. I mean, it looks cool. I'm so excited. Someone said it looks very Witcher 3-ish. Well, now you just got me more excited. I know. <gasps> But you don't like Vikings. I don't like Vikings, no. but I like Assassin's Creed gameplay. Mm. Well, the newer ones. You like yes. Origins and the Odyssey. I don't like Egypt, though. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I know you're desert. I don't like desert. And playing Odyssey and then going back to Origins <laughs> is very hard because they did a lot of UI and, and uh, yeah, life upgrades. True. And it's like, oh. There's also, also saw, I saw some leaks recently for Watch Dogs Legion. Oh, what about it? I'm excited for that one, too. It looks weird. Like, it. I think people expected this one to be a little more grounded. Like... 
taking over people is not grounded. But That's okay. not I, no, I, there's there's gonna be that aspect to it. But like one of the screenshots I saw saw something about you. I don't know if you're playing as this person or if it's like an NPC. But there's like a there's like a James Bond like a spy type character. Like they're really very very tongue in cheek with this. If spy you take stuff. it over, you're a spy character. Sure. Right, but there was actually like a spy car with like invisibility and missiles and that stuff. Sounds great. And like, <laughs> Why is that bad? That no, sounds I, wonderful. I like when Ubisoft embraces the craziness. That's they fine. know their niche and yeah. they will they will ride that wave until the end until something else changes with them <laughs> i'm so excited well we'll see what happens all right well we're gonna wrap up episode 24 now so uh like as always everybody stay safe out there hope you're having fun whatever you're doing try and play more games than sarah over here you know no, yeah if you're a jrpg fan get on that for july if you haven't already yeah, and, I failed you all. yeah we will be back next week bye, bye.